Hey, hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome to episode 32 of the Subtle Slay Are you podcast. keeping track of the number? I didn't even realize. 32. 32. Wow. I am keeping um, track just because I'm the one uploading them. Like, yeah, but... Yeah. I think that's the reason, like, for me, like, remembering the numbers. But I'm Janae. I'm Tiffany Chanel. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for stopping and listening. We appreciate it. We do. So it's just us this go-round. We had our special guest last week, which was Jay Hill, Josh. Mr. White Robe Chronicles. White Chronicles. You know. So, yeah, it's always stuff. a good time when he comes through. So, <laughs> we had a, it was a pleasure to have him. And now, we know, we're back to uh, our usual, which is us latest here today. And so, our drink of the day is... Rosé. Rosé. By... <laughs> Dark horse. Yeah, it's actually very tasty. I love a rose. So clink clink to that. Thanks for bringing from it. California. California. Don't know. Don't California knows how to party. California knows how to party. In the city of LA. Yeah, shout out to LA. Y'all, we got some listeners there, too. Shout out to y'all. Okay. Okay. All right, let's jump right in. First topic. Um, So at UNC, um, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, there was a a shooting that occurred there. And it's just, I don't know, it's so, it's just sad to me because we really truly in this country need um gun reform yeah. there was um two shot um and killed and four wounded um there, there was a tweet um that said literally nine are alert shots reported near kennedy run hide fight secure yourself immediately monitor and <laughs> your email the run hide fight actually took I me down a little bit about like what like, that I don't know if they were meant to be funny with it or what, but no, it's serious. I think it was serious, but I just like cackled at the run hide fight part. Like, hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your kids, hide your <laughs> wife. But I'm just like kind of tired of like seeing this in general. I think that kind of was my like little bit of like okay, at least that part is funny. But nothing else yeah. is funny. Obviously, like some people lost their lives, but I, I'm just sick of this. Like I'm sick of this narrative. Like we really need gun reform. Like people shouldn't. You can't go to church. You're getting shot up at church. You can't go to school. You're getting shot and killed at school. Like, we really, truly in this country need gun reform. And until that happens, like, unfortunately, people are still going to keep losing their lives. And, like, my question is just, like, at what point are we going to say as Americans, like, this is enough? We've had we had enough. Yeah, it's... I don't even know when we'll ever get to that point. But that's something that only God knows because... It has been going on for a very long time. It just seems like it's getting worse, though. It just seems like it people really are does. a lot, are are a lot more bold now, and and don't really have a care in the world at all for life, for their own lives at that. So uh, I'm definitely praying that a change can come about soon. Something has to give. Yeah, and like prayers definitely Something for the the family of the students that were affected i just think that it's sad that we're living in a world where you're having to sell college students run fight hide like because someone is shooting up their school when their biggest worry should be like doing well in assessments right so prayers to to everyone involved in that and i'm definitely hoping that you know things could get get better so um speaking of getting better we have got to do better as a people with mm-hmm. certain decision makings um, that take place because um, someone was bold enough to decide that they wanted to rob and break into um, rapper Bun B's house. And um, it was crazy because they were saying they had just came back from somewhere literally like not even 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden this rapper comes, but he holds the wife at gunpoint and they talked about it on this little clip so i want you guys to hear about what exactly went down that day at the moment it was 
unreal mm. because we had just made it home within 20 minutes. So I heard the doorbell, and at that time, it's usually UPS, Amazon. But she never answers the but door. But I never answer Only the I door. Only I answer the door. For me, the thing that drives me crazy is the fact that I spent my whole life, and she knows this, my whole life is built around addressing the threat. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I wasn't the one that had to confront him in the moment. She was. Right. And I'm, like, so proud of her for, mm-hmm. you know, not only how she handled herself, her only thought was to protect me. Her assumption is that this person has come to get me. Mm. Right. So she's like, I need to hold this person here until Bun can get to the gun. And even if he kills me, I know Bun's going to kill him. Mm. So her thing was just like, I'll, I'll take that loss, but I know Bun will avenge me and kill this dude. Right. That's what she's thinking. Man, God bless black women, man. You Lord know, have mercy. Round of applause for black women. Yes. People think I'm the hero in this situation. No, she's the hero. But she's the hero. Oh, yes. It just goes to show how we, us black women, be holding it down, how resilient, how how much strength we have. That is amazing because, I mean, to throw yourself out there to, you know, hold it down, to protect your family, your husband. Oh, that's some real love. Mm -hmm. Some real love. So... Um, kudos to us. Shout out to us. Mm-hmm. Shout out all to women, Mrs. Bumby. <laughs> all women. Shout out to all women. Shout out to the black women. And especially an example that we got from Mrs. Bumby. Holding it down, doing her Didn't part. Didn't he end up shooting? He ended up shooting the Yeah, movie. he had sure. to, yeah. Yeah so. yeah, so, you know. But please, y'all, stop. Stop with this stuff, okay? I don't know what the reason it is Stop behind up in these niggas' spots. You know, I don't know what the reason for is for y'all to be making these decisions. But listen, especially in Texas, with the gun laws, is very different out here. Everyone, I think, pretty much can have a gun. I think desperation leads people to do things. Yeah, that they but probably we, we got to be smarter, do. though. And, we and do have to it, be smarter. We do. I mean, you cannot run up in somebody's spot and try to re up and think they're not gonna shoot your ass. So, I mean, he they, he learned today. <laughs> he, okay. Had a whole, whole, it was a team here. It was okay. a team effort. Putting a bullet in your ass. So. Yeah. So, so, Damon Dash. Y'all know Damon Dash from Rockefeller days. He was in partnership with uh, our homie Jay-Z. So, he has his own thing going on. And he, you know, be signing artists and stuff. So, there was a clip of him... Um, talking about a particular female rapper, like about signing young female rappers and Bad uh, Baby, Baby with that cash me out. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Um, they showed, I think she's like independent. I don't know if she's with anyone, signing anyone. I don't but anyway, she's signed to. Yeah, she's not signed yet. So they showed her him, and this is what he had to say in regards to her. She's too young for me to be looking at like that. Next. See, the thing is, if she's that young talking about adult things, she better not be talking about having no sex, using no drugs, or none of that, or else that's pedophile ear. Like, I don't know what the girl's talking about, but she, I don't even want to hear it. But if she's talking about fucking, or she's talking about anything an underage girl's not supposed to be doing, then that's just promoting to me the Me Too moment that we do. So, I 100% agree. People were dragging him, though. No, I 100% agree with him. Like, I don't want, first of all, like, that little girl's very ignorant and just, I I just can't, like, ratchet as hell. And I just don't feel like um, it's appropriate to be looking at, like, what is she, 15, 16 year old girl yeah. twerking, talking about drugs and sex and all that. You're like a child. Yay. You need to be worried about, about that? some biology and some chemistry and some trigonometry, not worried about bouncing your ass. <laughs> Okay. And why is people going, somebody going to say, cough, Aaliyah? First of all, so I'm dead. I'm nigga, we here for Get my cat I'm done. <laughs> Not cough. <laughs> Next <Nice> stop. <laughs> That is a finisher. That is a finisher. Oh, yeah. was grown, though. She was. I mean, was she at first? He was, she was like 21, I thought, when she first started dealing with him. She passed at 22. This was definitely at the tail end. (laughs) 
the saying. tail end of our relationship. The t- <laughs> and my Jefferson voice at the tail end of the relationship. <laughs> okay, so, um, sorry, Damon. After that, I guess. I lost, he lost yeah, it. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Anyway, so um, parents, 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 teachers are getting tired of y'all. Texas high I mean, school teachers are getting tired of y'all showing up to the schools like you don't know how to dress. They tired of when y'all wearing y'all pajamas, your hair rollers, your leggings, the tube tops, bonnet, with bonnet, the on that list. with the rollers still in. I mean, I get it though. It's seven. The hair net. Your hair is still drying. You're trying to get that. They are tired of you, and they are banning any parent that shows up to school wearing that. And a lot of people have a lot to say about that. What are your views on that? Like, come on! I know how it used to be when I used to see kids when I was younger, be so embarrassed. Because they mamas would be coming up here looking all types of crazy. And they just be like, dang, mom, like, you couldn't even, like, just... Oh, bless you. Thank you. Like, you couldn't even just throw some jeans on the shirt? So my mom used to say, if they call her up to the school, she's going to drive home from work, she's going to get her house coat, she's going to put rollers in her hair, and she's going to put her slippers on and come up and show out since she wanted to show your ass. So they never called for but me. But this is just dropping kids off and picking them up. <laughs> but I'm saying my mom was, used to tell us straight up, like, this that's is, what it's going to be. I just feel like it shouldn't, like, I get what the intention is. Like, you should come presentable. presentable. However, comma, I don't really feel like it's appropriate to be policing parents and how they are choosing to dress. If my rollers, I don't want to take these motherfuckers out, just put them in. I'm trying to drop his ass off. Why is that your business? Well, if you're coming into the school, like, this is for, like, conferences and stuff like that. I think sometimes we got to just meet parents where they are. And, like, I don't think that it's our business so or you, place. So that means you be there, you be at home all day? If you come into the parent conference in the evening with your hair rollers and pajamas? Because sometimes or I Or maybe you getting par- ready for bed. But sometimes I call parents on a on a whim. And then I do have some parents that, like, the, like one family, for example, the Dow works nights. And so mm-hmm. when I come... And when I call him and I'm like, I need you to come up here right now because his child has uh, ED and all these other ODD and whatever. So I call him. I get whatever I get when he shows up. Frankly, like he might show up in a big T-shirt and some joggers or, or some basketball shorts. That's not that bad. But I'm saying like he was asleep. I woke him up. So yeah. I can't really be mad how you're coming when I woke you up. Because right. it's not about like really their the parents' dress. It's about what is best for these kids. I just don't really feel like it's the school's place to do that. Well, my thing, here's the thing. I feel like it's situational. If you are capable of throwing something on that's, it don't got to be fancy, but it's a little bit more pre- presentable. Like if it's just jeans and a shirt. If you are capable of doing these things, it's just and this is not just out of laziness that you're showing up like this. Yeah. Then that's one thing, okay? Because, this because some is- parents do be on some lazy stuff yeah. and just show up. However, but this particular incident where this article was talked about, the um, parent um, tried to come to sign her daughter up for the high school, like to enroll her. And the principal told the mother, no, she can't she can't enroll her unless she comes back dressed professionally uh, or dressed appropriately per the um, the school handbook. The mother had on a bonnet and a T-shirt dress. And um, so it ended up with police being called and the mother oh. being escorted out of oh, the building. Impressive. And it was like a big thing. And so then there was no, because the, the parent was like, well, show me in your handbook where it says that I, as a parent, can't come with my bonnet on. And so then the next day, the principal updated the handbook saying, bonnets, sagging, <laughs> this, pajama pants, uh, that. They, they so, not playing. I'm like, mm, I don't like specifically speaking on that type, that situation. I think the principal escalated a situation that did not need to be escalated. Yeah, I do. I do now agree with that. Like, Um, I I don't know. I feel like if you're capable and you know better, you should do better. Some parents do know better and they can do better. That's all I'm saying. Now, if you just you don't know better, you're ignorant. And I mean that in in how it's defined that, you, you know, you really don't know. 
Yeah. Then that's something that they're going to have to learn, which is why you have certain events for parents at the school for them to learn them certain, you know, certain. But I don't things. think it should be mandated. But I don't think it's appropriate yeah. to mandate people to, to to mandate people that don't actually attend your school how to dress. Yeah, I, I think that's I a bit excessive. With, I, I do think it's a bit the... excessive, but I do think they should offer opportunities to for parents to get the knowledge. Because if you have common sense, then you know, don't just, you shouldn't show up inappropriately like that. But, you know, whatever. I agree with all of that. I'm just saying, I don't think it should be mandated, which you, I feel like, agree yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So moving on. Uh, major, major, Marjorie. 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 <laughs> Marjorie. <laughs> Marjorie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, listen. Uh, okay. Major. Major. Majority. Majority. <laughs> Right. So, um, was kissing her baby girl, Lori. Her grown-ass daughter. That's okay, like, she's like 21. Trey songs and Future uh, and everybody oh, else. Oh, 20, what, two-year, 23-year-old daughter in the whole mouth. Her daughter, Lori Harvey. She, um, she was Trey kissing her on the lip. Residue. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> She said, well, I, I can't okay. touch Trey Mama, Songz, Mama so I'm like, you know, Mama got her stuff too. Mama lips. got her stuff too now, okay? Anyway, she was kissing her daughter in the lips, and people thought it was inappropriate Blech. because Lori is grown. Blech. It is inappropriate. You're, you should not be kissing it's your not grown sexual. daughter. It's not about it being sexual. It's just not appropriate. How is that appropriate? It says who? To put your mouth on your it's daughter's daughter. mouth. For That's what? She feels it. That's so, how she shows affection. What's wrong with her cheeks, her forehead? Like, their she other body parts that are too. appropriate. She, like, kissing in the mouth is intimate. It's not appropriate to do with a child. But it's appropriate when they're a baby. Even still, that's kind of like, I'll kiss, I would kiss the baby in the mouth, probably. Mm. Probably. No, probably I not. feel like they should be the same it energy be the across che- the board. It, it should be the cheeks, too. And really, you shouldn't be Why kissing the baby like that. Why do you want to be like open in somebody's anyway. mouth anyway, though? Yeah. You're, Even you're, as a baby, I mean... I, I, I don't kiss my nephew and our niece in the mouth. I never no, have, what's wrong? actually. I the kiss cheeks their cheeks. Should be. And then even when my when both of them were, like, baby babies, like, because my nephew's one now, but when they're baby babies, I do not kiss them in like the mouth. Like, when they're first born or something. That's always such an intimate... Their skin is so sensitive, though, too. And, like, so you shouldn't be that's kissing an intimate all intimate like. But, like, so I don't disagree with the fact that people may feel like, with her being grown, it's not appropriate. It's not My thing is that carry it across the board, though. If you're gonna sit here and say that it's inappropriate a baby is a to lot kiss different than a grown ass woman, no, it's not niggas, because that's so germs dick. being spread, saliva, two year old and sucking, sucking okay. Trey song dick and kissing future in the mouth. That's Come still on. saliva. Because it's a baby or because it's an adult. Okay, that baby eating Gerber. It is should be across the board. <laughs> It should gross. be across the board. You know, I just think you should, you could kiss on your, but I also agree with some people who say, well, that's my ch- child, my daughter, no matter how much, I'm going to kiss how long if they want. Yeah, I personally will not be kissing my mom on the lips, but hey, to each his own. You're not kissing several. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> No, ma'am. But we never even started that from the beginning, so it's not like this yeah, is something. Yeah, my mom's never actually kissed me in the mouth that I can remember. So it's just like it's nothing for me. Yeah. So on. um, there was a black father who was arrested, and he was arrested all because he was speeding. Okay, we know speeding is wrong, but the reason why he was speeding was because his one-year-old daughter was choking on something and he was rushing to get her to the hospital. The police saw that he was flying by and chased him. And, of course, the father didn't stop because his daughter's choking. So he kept going. The police kept following him. As soon as he got to the hospital, the police decided that they were going to still arrest him. They arrested him as soon as he dropped off the daughter. And then the nurse ended up bonding him out. Shout out to the nurse. Yeah. Um, like, who did that because big ups to, the big nurse ups for to you that. for that. And um secondly, what the hell? It, as soon as you saw him pull up to the hospital, like that should have been enough common sense for you to say. Mm-hmm. But because he was a black man and I'm not just saying and police this, with black men. That's it's real. We can't. I mean, come like on. The climate in this country is not that of that. Like black men are targeted by police, and it would be, we'd be remiss if we would act like that's not the reality in which we live in America. I don't know what it's like in other countries. I just know if it, to be black man and to be driving in that way, they're gonna stop you. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, and I hope that all charges are dropped against him. And he did the yeah. right thing. Like I have to, I have to um, follow no, up on that and see. Yeah. I haven't heard about that part, but I do know the nurse came through. Shout out, like for real, shout, shout out, to, out the to the nurse. I hope there's a special place in heaven for you. You deserve this. Wait, you deserve. Why I had to go down to the heaven? No. <laughs> so, so nasal E, I mean Hazel E. You know what? You don't even have to do her like that. Uh, what you got against Hazel E? No, I, I just don't have nothing against Hazel E. I, I kind of like her. I think she's funny. I think the nasal E jokes are fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, no tea. I, think it, I actually think it's motherfucking funny. But nasal E, you um, know. <laughs> She's not even nasal no more because she got her nose done. Yeah. So she basically, I tried to watch the video on the shade room. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I feel like I watched the first maybe five, ten seconds. And I was just like, it's taking too long to get to the point. And so I kept scrolling. But she basically said that her song on her album that nobody heard or listened to or cares to listen to and didn't chart. So, um, oh, 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 oh. Co- uh, coincidentally, it's called Girl Code, which you know is City Girls' um, album name. She said that her song sounds very similar to Act Up by City Girls, written by um, who wrote it? It was um, mm-hmm. I, I don't say, listen to the City Girls. Sorry, I want to say Little Yachty wrote it. Or what is the song? Uh, Act Up, Nah, Wanna, That's how it sounds too. Sad to say. This song. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, hold five, six figures. Stripes on my ass, so we call it pussy tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga. So that song, Act Up, you can listen to it if you would like. Um, <clears throat> so she swears down that her girl code song that, again, nobody's heard, um, <laughs> sounds very similar to, right. to Act Up. And so... What that, what's that song? Did she post that song? So she posted a video with um, the song. some man, and they're, like, slowing the song down, basically trying to show, like, the similarities. However, <laughs> it took too long to get to the point, so I kept scrolling. So the gag is, though, um, you know, the Shade Room posted it because they're messy and they have time. Um, and so <laughs> Young Miami jumped into the comments and wrote, we never heard... I never heard a song by that ugly ass bitch. Wow. That surgery going to that whole head. Wow. So that was fucking unnecessary. As much what as I'm dragging I mean, nasal E, like that was actually unnecessary to I call mean, her. I need to stop. To call her that. But yeah. So I didn't, I mean, personally, I didn't listen to the two tracks to see, like, because it was just taking too long in the video to get to the point. But yeah. So basically, I guess she has beef with City Girls now. I just think, you know, Hazel. Hazel is very strategic and how to, you know, keep relevant and get 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 some be talked about a couple of dollars. So I just think this is probably another way another of Another ploy to get attention, perhaps. Yeah. She gets money mm-hmm. for it though. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Go ahead, Hazel. Okay, Hazel. <laughs> she might end up being she might be exactly right. But again, like, I feel like her video should have immediately got to the point. Like, when Soldier Boy called out Ariana Grande, we knew right away that that was pretty boy swag. Hey, there was no denying it. Even though Ariana, like, literally paid him no attention. And it also, like, reminded, like, she saw her video from um, 2 Chains. Like it's the trap, it's the pink trap house. It's like it was, it was fucking two chains, and so she acknowledged that her shit was very similar to his, and put him on the remix. But she acted like she didn't hear Soldier Boy, and he was adding her and everything, which is like petty and funny. I think because um, two chains didn't go to the extent that Soldier Boy did. Soldier Boy was doing. Soldier Boy called her out and was doing a whole lot, and yeah. two chains didn't do all of that. He just kind of made his little statement, like and this looks like my shit, and and kept it cute, cultural and appropriate. I know the right people got to her and said, um, yeah, you might want to work something out yeah, with him because he def- there's he definitely could get that's you for something. Whole, that's his whole pink trap Yeah, house he might can get you for that, sis. So you might want to talk like, to him. Kind of also, like, even though it sounds like Pretty Boy Swag, it kind of also sounds like another 
Two Chains song too. So I think she did the right thing when just going with Two Chains. But I think it, like it's petty and funny that she like acted like she didn't know nothing about what what uh, uh he was talking about. Well, we about to throw them balls. Okay, we bro. about to swing them things. It's about, about to, to be a what, girl? Fact. So I'm tired of this stuff. Okay, girls, ladies, women, y'all really have to channel y'all energy in another direction when it comes to your anger. I mean, I get slapping a bitch. I get it. I mean, but, but just I've come on, growth. Not when you. <laughs> I've evolved growth, but not when you already on probation. Yeah, I'm not fucking in my bag for like, no stupid on. ass bitch. Period. So, but I Remy get it. Ma, you know, I, I like Remy Ma. Yeah. I feel like Remy Ma is really trying to make a conscious effort to do better and to do right. And she's really have been on the glow up. But she just got caught up again with, um, I'm going to say allegedly, because this is an ongoing thing. Allegedly, oh no, she turned herself in, right? Turned herself okay, in, so, so apparently she punched, um, what's her name? Brittany? Uh, I don't know that girl. Brittany something. I don't know her. <laughs> but she's on Love and Hip Hop, from my understanding. Yeah, and apparently I didn't, I didn't watch New York, so I don't know. Something went down, and it caused whatever happened, Brandy whatever Taylor. she said. Oh, Brittany Taylor. Whatever she said, um, Remy didn't like it and gave her a nice, like, sock in the, sock in the eye. eye. So what I heard was that Brittany Taylor and Remy Ma's stepdaughter, like, I guess were in some type of situation where some man was trying to take advantage of Remy Ma's stepdaughter. And according to Brittany, she tried to protect the girl and whatnot, and she was there for her. And... I guess that's what like Remy confronted her um, about at, backstage at the Pretty Lou benefit concert. So that's allegedly what, like to my understanding, what happened. But um, yeah, it sucks though because I also read that Remy was um, supposed to be um, getting off probation in August. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then I just feel like it's it sucks that you would listen some other female like gets you to the point where you want to punch or not like I don't know as a teacher I feel like we don't like there are so many times when I'm Ooh. like I can refrain uh. from cursing you out or putting your, my hands on you like you just kind of gotta be like above it if you can help you have to it try your best. yeah especially especially, especially in her case involved. especially in her case she has a lot to lose like she like, just had this beautiful new baby right. her marriage looks like it's going gray like her career like she's got this and you're show. on parole so yeah that's like the main thing of why you don't want to be getting caught up and stuff but I do understand people can take you there but you people have to can. you have to try to figure out other ways before you resort to violence that's the reason why things are so out of control now in our world in our society we, we, we're so quick to react with violence that we don't take the time out I think we're very think. reactive as very society, reactive instead of being proactive let's yeah. be more proactive opposed to reactive okay but I, I mean I get it I have definitely stalked a bitch in my lifetime so <laughs> like I get it but like she yeah, has like, I mean, a you're younger, yeah. you know, a child, teenagers. Okay, yeah, I know that can come about, but she has a lot to lose. Yeah, she just had a baby. She's a grown woman. She Brittany Taylor's a lot younger than yeah. her. Yeah, you just you got to think about what's important. Is my thing. maybe she felt like she was protecting her stepdaughter. I'm not sure. You can protect her in other ways though. Yeah. You can hit people where it hurts without always they get physical. Or you can hire a bitch to beat her up yourself. Okay, he's so <laughs> just good. <laughs> All right, so we want to definitely um, end entertainment section with a rest in paradise to John Singleton. So um, in case some of you do not know, John Singleton is just a well-known, just great. Super established. Super established director. Boys in the hood. Poetic justice. African-American black male. Baby boy. He, all the hits that she's mentioning. Hustle and flow. He's directed. And um, he has passed away, sadly, at the age of 51. Oh, Um, he did Eight Mile. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He did did quite a few. All of the, pretty, pretty much the urban hits, too. Like, he's been on it and it's really, really sad to hear that he has passed away. 
Um, at a young age, like he wasn't super young, old, he was 51. 51, I yeah. guess around my parents' age. So it's just very unfortunate, very sad. He had a massive stroke and, you know, it just really, it really took him out. So we're going to be sending our prayers and sending our condolences to John's family, um, for the fans, any everyone that's been touched by this. We want you to say rest in paradise. To 2019, can you just stop with the shenanigans because... I can't take no more, no more losses. I just can't. I can't yeah, take no more losses. Definitely rest oh. in peace. And I think it's just a wonderful thing that he was able to make a positive impact on black culture and black society and, and like the world as well with like his um, his movies. Because Poetic Justice is definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, yeah. So I actually have one more entertainment thing that we don't have on our outline. So this Justin <laughs> Rasby was arrested for domestic ass- assault by strangulation early this morning. Sources claim that the victim was Rasby's girlfriend. Um, police have attained images of alleged injuries as evidence. So he is currently being held without bail for um, strangling his girlfriend. Come on now, the tour is not over yet for you to be doing all the shenanigans. Strangling his girlfriend, like what? I mean... He's known to be violent like that? So this was in my group chat, um, <laughs> like literally right now. And so one of my homegirls was like, he is too short for all this. I would have to body slam him. <laughs> he ain't that short. That took me down. And she said, I gotta get a couple licks in. Um, Who says she didn't know? Who yeah. said she didn't? I just don't. Like, it's keep just, your hands to yourself. We like, were just talking about this because G. Erbo is another one that's um, been taken into custody and charged with domestic dispute from beating up Irie. The, the, the Ari, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know funny? I just don't know anything about him. I just know about their drama. Like, I, right. What music? I don't, what I don't music, hear the music, music or nothing. Like, I don't hear none of that. I just always hear about Where is the, the SoundCloud link? Where is... <laughs> Drop me something on iTunes. iTunes. Like, where where are the hits, my nigga? Like, I I think it's just very disappointing that like I literally know none of your music, but I know I know your baby mama name. I know your baby mama drama. It's like you. He needs to do a full rebranding, and I also just think like. You have too much to lose. It is not worth putting your hands on someone. Just keep your hands to yourself, male and females. Y'all got to figure out a better... Walk away, one-off stuff, whatever you got to do. You got to figure out something else because this is getting ridiculous. In no way is it right for a man to put his hands on a woman. And I want women to understand that same energy applies to y'all. Y'all got to stop going around here thinking that y'all can be slapping these men up. You're not invincible. And that's it. I mean... And men are supposed to just take it. No, they're not supposed to just take it. Keep like, your hands on yourself. Uh, my my goddad used to always say, like, don't put your hands on a man if you're not ready to get knocked the hell out. If you're not ready to feel that power, that punch, he said you can't go toe to toe with a man, then just don't do stop. it. And like I feel like that's what I like live by now as like an adult. Like I in all of my romantic relationships, I have never put my hands on my partner. Well, first of all, if I feel like if I have if you drive me to that point where I feel that I need to attack you in that way, like, get you're toxic house, get, for me. Yeah. I don't need to be with you. Yeah. Because nobody should bring that out of you. If anything, your partner should compliment you. you. Yeah. They should not be bring out the worst in you. So if I have to get to that point, you're not the one for me. And I need to remove myself before yeah. things become unsafe. Okay. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So moving on. Have you ever... So have you ever dated a man that wanted to wear makeup? Like foundation? Put a little eyeliner? (sighs) I don't want to be with a man that thinks it's appropriate beyond being an actor. It's okay if they're an actor? If you're an actor, they do put on make put makeup on you, especially if like your eyeliner and all that. They for sure put foundation. I don't know about eyeliner or all that because um, like especially like people that are like actors for like plays and stuff because you have all those lights shining on you or whatever. So I'm definitely saying like men get like the powder powdered up or whatever. I can see powder, but I don't like actual foundation like the coverage and stuff. I I don't see that. I see that if you are on screen, you have close-ups, you have acne, they're trying to cover it up so they don't have to do so much editing. I can see that. 
beyond that, we are not fighting over the last <laughs> Fenty 400. You want to take my eyeliner? I ain't see it. So I don't have no goddamn Fenty. Where is my foundation? Where is my, first of all, my mascara is all used up. I don't understand how that's the case, okay? I just bought this. Man, that was my favorite. I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> you got my red lip. Because it's going to start with that, and then it's going to escalate. I, I mean, yeah, I would just say, I, yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's a no for me, dog. And, I mean, who would really go with that and not think anything? Like, come on, let's be real here. It's a no for me. If you were dating a man that does do that, you wouldn't, like, question, like, everything? I like, wouldn't question his sexuality for what? that. I wouldn't question his sexuality. I would... This is a Kate Jenner, Jen, Jenner situation, okay? Caitlyn Jenner. And it's the same thing. They was accepting the fact that he was dressing up as a woman way back when, okay? Dressing up in women's clothes, wearing these wigs and all doing this shit. And then they accepted it. But then as soon as he came out talking about how he was a woman and transformed himself into a woman, it was like, oh, I don't mean, oh, well, I ain't know he was gay because I accept. No. Mm. No, if you're doing this kind of stuff, I'm not, maybe I you do like, reflex. I also would like have a lot of questions as to as to the why. So, like, why do you deem it necessary to put foundation and mascara and eyeliner on? Like, what is the reasoning for the mascara mean, and eyeliner the like, levels up to a whole different level? I already know the reason. I can see if you're insecure about your acne, maybe. Maybe have a lot of dark spots on maybe your face. They like maybe they're insecure. Maybe they just like that. Prince did a lot but of that. They are metrosexual and men as well too. He so. wore tight pants. He wore the heels, blouses, bitches. He- <laughs> <laughs> and women, he he still was blouses. Yeah, I don't. So, I mean, I mean, to each his he own was still though. getting pussy, so I don't know. To each his own though. So, um, the game. So really, the game has really been grieving, y'all. Like. He was really close <sighs> to Nipsey. Jason. He, <laughs> he's really been grieving. And I actually like his post that he's been dedicating to Nipsey. Like, honestly, he's like he's writing such heartfelt words and stuff. And it seems like... Oh, he did? I didn't see that today. Or, yeah, or today, actually. No, I'm saying that. And I just gotta, you know... I, I feel for him. I feel like maybe he's, like, evolving, like, from this whole situation. <sighs> but, but then... then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like he's still not evolving, but then when he made this statement, it kind of... I think his grief is very real, and I think he is... Yeah, I love it. And, and I do like, think he's making strides, but I do think he's still going to be him like and, and make mistakes. too old to be acting like this. And he made a statement. and yeah. His statement says as follows. If you're not consistently fucking your man and he cheats, whose fault is it? Oh, that's how he said? Several question marks, so I thought I should yell. So, Jason. Excuse me. First of all, that don't even make sense. If a nigga is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with how much you fucking in. It doesn't because he can be getting less from you, but still out there getting more and more and more. That's a personal from choice the next person. he has made. Like It don't I, matter. You cannot blame the other person for being cheated on. You made that choice to cheat. Because you could have just left. If you're unhappy with any aspect of the relationship, your first goal should be (sighs) to try to rectify whatever is broken in the relationship. And then if you can't do that, then it's to separate. But I don't understand why people make it seem like that's so hard of a thing to do. Like, why that's not an option? Like, I mean, why cheat when you can just be honest with your partner and just say, like, I just want... This ain't it. Yeah. Like... What's the what is okay? So I'm not gonna lie. I was experienced. I was in like dating someone, and like they pretty much was like, I know I'm not really ready to like get in a relationship and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna let you know, like I might as well just like stop even talking to you because I already know what type of time I'm gonna be on, and it's not fair to you. So I and at that. first. I was pissed off. I was hurt. I, I felt some type of way. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell do you mean? And I didn't understand it then. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense now. And I learned to appreciate him. Just being honest. For being honest and stuff. And saying that, you know what? I know I'm not ready. And I know I probably will cheat because I'm not ready. So instead of doing that, I'm going to just let you know and just go on back off. That is like the most, like genuine thing you could do I feel like because you you're keeping hurt, it honest yeah. and it will hurt it might hurt now but, but I'd rather hurt in that way than 
I'm in a relationship with you thinking I'm in love with you and everything's good and I'm sucking your dick and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I going felt like he really did care about me at the end of the day, even though at the time I didn't see it. But I feel yeah. like he did care enough because he could have just kept dragging me on and leading me on and it's doing his honest. dirt. Like, but he saved me that heart piece. So it was easier for me to kind of get over the fact that we were no longer talking because it didn't even lead into something more detrimental and serious and my feelings way more deeper involved he kind of spared me that piece of it so it was good so anyway you learn it appreciate the honesty it's like the main thing appreciate the honesty I think like I just feel like with relationships the biggest thing is to just be uh, just be honest. You save yourself like, so much heartache and so much lies and stuff and getting caught and stuff. Like, just... as we're nearing our 30s, I feel like Ooh, 28, you're 29. I... Okay, don't be Okay, my back. <laughs> I just feel like as we near that age, like, we are too old for these games and shit. Like, you either down or you not. And if you're not, my nigga, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to force you to be... It's not everyday love. It's not everyday we, we have to be compatible. If we're not, it's fine. Just be honest with me. That's yeah, it. That's, that's all it. I ask of you. And then we can try to figure out what, what solution to try to, you know, what yeah. works. If what does that mean for, my, for us from there? Yeah. It could be, I'm not space. fucking with you, and that's fine. It could be, we can make some work. Like, it just, like, I'm too old at this point to be wasting my time. Right. Because yeah. I am actually... Or like, be playing very, games. Or be uh, playing uh, games. Uh, I'm very much content with myself, with my life. Like, you know, being single, living alone. Like, I'm actually happy. Like, I have wonderful friends. I ha- do have a good job. Like, I'm making you, you're moves. You're shifting like, your perspective and you're learning to yeah. not just embrace the negative all the time, but look at the flip side of the positive. Yeah, so I'm not going to yeah. let anybody enter my space, which is my life, mm-hmm. if they're going to be bringing me bullshit. I just yeah. can't. Um, but moving on. Uh, uh, when... Does body count matter? Mm. When do you feel like like body like having a conversation about body count is appropriate, or when does body count come into the equation in your relationship? I mean, I don't think that I don't think that that's something that should come into the equation. I just think that if you're going to be involved with someone. You know, to that extent, I just think that y'all both should know each other's status, make sure each other's, like, in good health, and kind of move forward. Because to sit here and talk about... First of all, the truth can hurt, okay? People want the truth, and you get the truth. But we have to be, you know, we have to be realistic about it. The truth can really hurt. Yeah. So my thing is that this is something that occurred in the past because there are plenty of people who probably felt they were sex addicts and then now they have a newfound life or got close to got closer to God, became very spiritual, and they're now living a different life. And do you honestly think that like telling your partner, "Oh, I had like this many people before you," is is going to be something that they want to hear? Um, most likely no. I feel like it doesn't matter unless you are dealing with something that can affect them physically. But if you are clean, everyone's clean and all that, and that was your past, you allow that to be your past, and you continue on your new path of doing better. But if you was out there doing all kind of stuff, you contracted something or something like that, and you're dealing with that piece, then that's something you definitely need to be open Mm -hmm. to your partner about. Mm -hmm. But... um, as far as other thing, I feel like I think your body count should be between you and Jesus. That's your business. Like I feel like when I have been honest with a guy about my body count, it's like, oh, I don't believe you. That's that number's too small. You lying? Da, da, da. It's like niggas won't believe you if you tell the truth. Anyway. And then there I feel like their mind is immediately like But, but does it really matter? Does it matter? I mean... No, I don't... I, I, I honestly don't think it does. I think the thing that matters are we both sexually he healthy. Is safe, yeah. That's so, it. like, if I have a disease, is it something that's, like... Like, so one of... A guy that I know, I wouldn't say he's my friend, but a guy I know um, has HIV. Mm. And he has a partner, and he and his partner take... Um, I think it's called PrEP. A new thing? It's called PrEP. So his partner doesn't have it, but he has it. And so they both take this, or I think the partner takes it. 
um, or whatever. It's supposed to like prevent you from getting HIV. Yeah, that's the name. And thing. Yeah. like they're they're in love. They're together. They live together. They're happy. All of that. And so I just feel like if. Like, the thing I respect about him is, like, he was very open and honest with his partner about, like, his sexual health yeah, and what he has. And then his partner was able to make a, a decision. His yeah. partner was able to say, we can use condoms, we can use prep, da 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 And they're in love and they're happy and they're together. And I think that can be enough for some people. Like, I think just being very honest, like, yeah, I think it's more, like, about your sexual health yeah. piece. It's not about body count. Like... Yeah, I wouldn't think less of a thing. person if they've had sex with one person or they've had sex with 80. As long as you know how to fuck me, right? Just oh. <laughs> That's like, can we talk about that? Like, that's a bigger piece. As long as you can work the middle. Work, work the, the middle, middle. Work the middle. Change position. position. New position. New position. Now stroke it for me. Stroke it for me. Stroke it for me. Stroke it for me. Yeah, it's Shout more. Out it's more. Oh yeah, it's more. Can you fuck right? Can you eat the pussy? That's more important. Can you handle it? If I go there, baby, with you. That was a sexy ass album. Shout out to Usher with that Confessions album. So these are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, my chick on the side said she got one on one. These are my confessions. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. I just gotta keep me a part to my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it all. Damn near cry when I got the phone call. I'm so thrown. I don't know what to do but to give you part two of my confession. This is when music was so, so good. The do, do, let me be so what you want to do with it? You know what? This was when music was so good. I'm in my drop top, cruising the street. Like, it was real lyrics. Real storytelling. I got a real pretty, pretty little thing that's waiting for me. Like, all this garbage being talked about is just ridiculous. Anticipate. You had a story back in the day. Don't keep me away. But now you just got gibberish. to put my hands in place. What is wrong I with y'all? You need to go back to the 2090s. Let me take you to a place and nice and quiet. And get some good lyrics with some there good words, no some good music. Ain't gotta rush. I just wanna take it nice and Yelling about, about this. What you wanna do? But learn me. about it. <laughs> So, um, so basically, we got thrown off. But yeah. like, <laughs> so, what uh, would you do if um, you knew it's two set of twins that had the same baby father? Pardon? <laughs> Come well, on. Okay. <laughs> so, the Shade Room posted... Um, the Shade Room for real. <laughs> Shady eyes, a motherfucker. <laughs> that, yeah, them. Um, yeah, they posted something on the Shade Room talking about how two twins, two twin girls. I got two twins. Um, are pregnant by the same guy. They're in a um, throttle triplet, triplet. They triplet. call themselves a throttle. Like triplet. Three of them together in a relationship. Tri- 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 triplet. Um, I'm, triplet. I am. <laughs> I am as the Erica Dixon um, gif. I am disgusted. <laughs> you niggas don't have no home training. Like, they're like a month. They they really were strategic about it. They're like a month apart, too, so right? Yeah, yeah. He got both of them pregnant, and around I just, the same time. Are you hoes all right? Like, are you mentally well? So they're gonna be I mean, cousins and cousins brothers. and brothers or sister. That's disgusting. Yeah. You your uncle daddy. <laughs> Uncle Daddy, for real. What is coming on? What is Uncle going on Daddy. with this world? And he, like, he was bragging about it. He's like, I need a show. What? I what need a show. You know he's just guy? trying to get a check because he ain't got no money to take care of them two kids. So he's just trying or to get the, more money. Or them girls, like, I need a show. What nigga you know with two baby mamas that are twins? Kiki, ki, ki. That's it's so wild. It's not whack. cute. It's ignorant. It smells of food stamps and desperation. Wow, not <laughs> food stamps and desperation. Section 8 housing and all of the things. No. No disrespect to anybody that are getting those government um, assistance, whatever. I'm just throwing shade at them. I, I just, I'm disgusted. I, I have no words. I'm disgusted. Y'all motherfuckers are nasty. I have nothing to say beyond gross. 
broke niggas make me sick, throw up. Throw up. Like, that's literally all I have. Like, like that's it. It's gross. You know, there's a sister show, though, so maybe this will be the black version. Gross, gross, gross. Because, you know, there's, you know, you're talking about sister wives. Sister wives. But they're not really sisters. I don't give a fuck if they were real sisters. (laughs) (laughs) I never watched the show. They're not real sisters. I'm trying to fuck up with you. I don't give a fuck if they were real sisters. So, speaking of um, sharing dicks, uh, (laughs) is it good? um, So, what would you do if you had a friendship? with someone and um, you getting this good, good um, D-I-C-K. <sighs> Is it worth it coming between your friendship? So what if your friend is like, yo, this, I'm telling you, I saw this guy, I saw your man like with another woman like right before my eyes. But I don't want to let go he of this walk- good dick. He was walking down the street with her. They was kissing on each other and stuff. Girl, I'm trying to tell you. Um, and then he, you go, you know, you distraught. You go talk to him. Mm. Y'all get to argue and all this stuff. Then he put it on you. And, you and just, I forgot. <laughs> I got a niche. And now you like, well, you sure you saw that? Because that wasn't him. He said it wasn't him. So... You know it's true though, but you willing to risk it because again, you want to get this I'm too, again. Like this, good, good. I got the good, good. I mean, put me to sleep. I'm just saying. <laughs> put you to sleep. You know. Are you gonna forget everything else? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I feel like good dick is hard to come by. Like if you think, <laughs> you know what? They can actually eat pussy good. Check. Can actually fuck you in the positions that you like to be fucked in. Check. Because you know, some niggas like they what you like. Yeah, they don't. Because they so hooked on what they used to. It's what it's they like, know. You gotta differentiate, okay? Differentiate. Instead of instruction, this dick. Okay. So they have to know how to differentiate the dick to please you and hit them spots. Can actually make you come multiple times, oh, multiple God. orgasms, not one, not two, like three, four. So you put aside the, the cheating and I'm the just stuff. saying, I'm just, you break I'm up your friendship? Do you break up your friendship? Do you break up the friendship? I'm acknowledging that dick that is that bomb and consistent is very hard for you to come So do you break by. up the friendship? However, I feel like the friends that I have, I would not ruin my friendship over the good dick. I would cry. I would be very upset because, again, good dick is very, like, all the boxes checked off. It's very hard to come by. I'm just it saying. Is. And if you, if you don't but agree, you will Because everybody don't hit, like, they can't eat pussy or they can fuck, but they can't eat pussy. The foreplay ain't right. It's like they don't have all the boxes. So but you'll be willing it. to let it go for your I'm not willing to let it go. Oh, yeah, I'm willing to let the good dick go for friendship, yes. Okay. Because you're, you're not lying to me. You're telling the truth. It, like, and I feel like I've surrounded myself with women that, and, and men too, I have guy friends too, but mm-hmm. like that Shout really, really value me and care about me. So I would have to believe it. But we have a listener letter. You can write us at podcast at gmail.com. You can also DM us. It goes down in the DM. Hey. It goes down in the DM. What, 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 what? Um, this actually comes from my DM. It says, hey, my coworker who I've, become cool with over time is known for being a flirt with any new pretty employee during Mm. and after work social events he usually seen being overly friendly to my coworkers, but i never think too much of it because it's never anything physical during the day events his wife capital letters and kids are there and their family dynamic is strong. Recently, we had went to a semi-formal event in which he arrived with my former coworker and they were hugged up the whole night. Um, I have something in my spirit when it comes to adultery. Should I say something to him or is it none of my business? I know he values my opinion. Thanks. Love the show. Well, so she's actually pretty close with him because if she said he values her opinion. Yeah. That they seem like they're pretty close. So I feel like in that particular case, you know, this is a marriage mm-hmm. and, you know, people fall short. And I feel like it is important though, if you are 
you know, a, a friend to someone and you consider yourself a friend and you consider yourself to really care about that person, if you do see that they're going down the wrong path, I do think that as a friend, as someone who cares for this person and want to see them do better and want to see what's best for mm-hmm. them, I do think that you should do your part in letting them know if they're going down the wrong path or about right. to make a wrong decision. You should, you know, call them out on it and speak to them about it. So I feel like, you know, since she's saying that he values her opinion. I think that, you know, if you do feel like he's going down the wrong path and what he's doing is not right, then you should go ahead and, and voice your opinion. Now, it's up to him how he receives it, True. how he takes it, and what Facts. he does with it. Mm-hmm. But you can honestly say, like, hey, I was being that real friend and letting my friend know that this was, was not right. Mm-hmm. And what they do is what they do. But at least I won't have that on my conscience where I didn't say that I wasn't there and, and helping them to say on the right track because I think it's I personally think it's very disrespectful to have uh, your side bitch at a formal event she dressed up hugging all on you you all kissing on her like your co-workers don't all know that you have a whole wife and kids like it's about so not even about the whole cheating because obviously that's morally wrong and all that and we can go on a whole like uh, tangent about that but I think it's the fact that like you're not even respecting your wife and your marriage to even keep this shit secret you out, out in the open with this girl I think that you should actually pull him aside since you do have a relationship with him mm-hmm. and just be like you know hey my nigga like I'm not even gonna get on to you about cheating because we're both well aware that you cheating on your wife is wrong yeah. I am gonna say to you that it's very sloppy and very messy to bring your wife around co-workers and then turn around and bring your side bitch around co-workers too I think you should not do that and then let him take it how he wants to take it I think he values your opinion so I think you have a space in which in a a relationship with him in which you can express how you are feeling but you have to also like be ready for how he's going to perceive it or receive it might not and that's another thing too that um, is a good point because your friend that you are talking to may not receive what you're saying to them right. Because again, the truth hurts. So they may not receive it and you should be prepared to take it either Mm. way. And I think sometimes we do tend to get our feelings, a person on the other end that is trying to, you know, help a friend out. Mm -hmm. We get the backlash and we tend to take it personally because of the fact of how (laughs) that person's responding. But we have to understand that truth hurts, people work in their feelings, and people don't like to be called out about things. People don't like to admit when they're wrong. Mm -hmm. And so the natural reaction is to get angry, to get upset, to laugh Flashbacks, felt like you're defending yourself. That is the natural reaction. Right. So we have to also be a little bit more, you know, be forgiving in a sense that you may receive that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just still be available and not take it personally because the truth does hurt. I mean, I will attest that, you know, if I was told something, it was hard for me to admit when I was wrong about something, but then I will sit back, so I won't take it, but I'll sit back, reflect, may come back the next day, be like, all right, I guess you was right. Like, I'm going to have to work (laughs) on what I got to do, you know? So, you know, don't take it personally if you don't get the reaction that you want, but just moving forward, see how the response will be as time go on. Yeah. You know, because they'll be prepared for whatever reaction you're going to get. Yeah. You know, because, oh, it could be tough. So we want to encourage you on to, we love when you write to us and we love to give advice and we love hearing what you have to say as far as any topic suggestions or anything or like I said you like enjoy that you would love to hear back from well, yes because we, like we, we had some some nice amount of we had guests. a shad we had a shad uh, our wait, pause. Justin. shout out to a shad though so a shad, to a shad he is now teaming up with Puma. Yeah, he's a whole Puma model. He's getting to the bag. I said, oh, so just everybody's chocolate dream. Okay. I said, well, just go ahead and get famous on us then. Just go ahead and get famous on us then. Okay, Shad. All right. So shout out to him. He's doing big things out here, but he is amazing. And the things that he is book him like if you're doing yes, because he the things he's receiving is so good for him because he is a hard worker. He puts his time, energy, Mm. and all that he does. But like he did my friend's wedding and um, I was like a bridesmaid and I'm telling you not a single picture was I looking thrown off like everything right. looked good he had good. like the packaging was beautiful like his videographer so skills he's are so like super he's 
hella professional. Like his videography skills are actually fucking Amazing. A1. Like he did, he did our, did our commercial. Video. Yeah, he did our commercial. Um, I definitely want him to do more work with us as far as like commercials and photos shed, and stuff. Like you will. You will. Like, <laughs> like he is like hella talented like yeah. for real so definitely book Good him if you're you. in Houston he's, he's also busy, mobile y'all. So like, come on, y'all. Um, book it up I will put his contact information in the description of this episode. Um, again, you can write us in at subtlesightpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. We genuinely, truly appreciate it. We love y'all this. followers. Hopefully we'll be doing like a live show soon, right? Yeah. That's yeah, good. That's in the works. You can follow me um, on Instagram. I am Viva La Bombshell underscore. And I'm Tip. Well, I changed it. Miss Dot Tiffany Chanel. And you can follow us our um, podcast page, subtle podcast at gmail.com. Thank or no, that's our G, that's our email, subtle site podcast. That's right. Like well, here we go, they go so fast. You have all that. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. Take care. Have a wonderful week. Treat others Ta-da. the way you want to be treated. Yes, treat others the way you want to be treated. Love, like, blessings, all the good shit. Uh- <laughs>